Welcome to the Homeschool Unlocked podcast, the show that helps parents see homeschooling as a unique opportunity. So forget fear. You can inspire. You can guide your child. Homeschool Unlocked. It's not school. It's life. Good day, homeschool family. Good day. This is Jesus Aviles. I am joined with my beautiful wife, Monica. Monica Aviles, <laughs> uh, uh, just in case you know, she she wanted me to introduce herself. But go, go ahead, Monica. Hello, everyone. I have a multiple choice question for you today. When I say the number 78, am I, A, referring to the year that Jesus was born, B, Am I referring to the number of college courses that he's taken? Or C, am I referring to the number of hours he used to play video games in a month? 78. Is it for A, B, or C? Honey, what's the answer? Drum roll, please. The answer is B. I know, I know, B. The number of college courses I've taken in my life. Seven, eight. 78, that's a lot of courses. But uh, since we're here, I'll just tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, my name is Jesus Aviles. I had mentioned that at the beginning. Uh, I am a licensed uh, school psychologist here in the state of Florida. Um, I am a nationally certified school psychologist as well. And most recently, most recently, I was ordained. I was ordained this past Sunday. That is right. It's a beautiful day, a beautiful milestone, a beautiful blessing. And my name is Monica. I am a homeschool mama of 15 years. We have six beautiful children together from the ages of 19 to six years old. And most recently, beside being a podcaster now, I am focused and passionate about helping families achieve their health goals because diet is not enough. And for more information on that, please feel free to check out our link tree, which is included in the uh, description in the podcast. That's right. And so today's episode, today's episode 15, this is actually part three of a three-part series. Monica, what was the title of our series here? Navigating challenging discussions with your teenager. We had episode 13, which was two episodes ago, where we talked about how do you yourself prepare for these difficult conversations? That was episode 13. We gave you five pieces to that, right? Then we had last week, which was episode 14, actually having that difficult conversation. And we gave you 10 points on that one. Right. And so today, episode 15, we're going to be talking about how to prepare your teen for difficult conversations. Right. And we're only going to give you four pieces on that. But these are like four golden nuggets. Are you guys ready? Yes. And we left the teen part at the end because you need to prepare yourself. You need to have good soil before you even look at your child and expect from them. You see, during this homeschool experience, we want to focus on because this is not school, it's life, we're not going to just focus on the book stuff. We're going to focus on life skills. We're going to focus on character. And so by having these difficult conversations, you're modeling to your student how to work with others and develop these soft skills, which are so important and are increasingly important because with so many developments in technology and in the digital world, Having face-to-face conversations is a skill that needs to be developed. So like I had mentioned previously, there's going to be four points to that. But it's super important to give you some structure here. This 
particular episode is about how to prepare your teen. Now, it's very difficult if your child's going to have a conversation with you for you to prepare them for that conversation. So this is more like a train-the-trainer model just a little bit. And so chances are this is going to be an episode that you're going to forward to whoever's going to be helping you in this process, right? What I mean is an older sibling, your older sibling, a child's older sibling, some sort of extended family or friend, right? Someone who has your child's ear. So the idea is, okay, before your child has a conversation with you, that person that your child will probably go to first, let's prep them. So this is more like a train the trainers. So I just want you to listen up because chances are you're going to have this conversation with with a spouse, with a friend, someone that's helping your child, and that's how that's going to work. So so like I had mentioned at the beginning of this particular episode, we're going to give you four essential points. But one thing you need to remember, there are some reasons why your child may want to avoid having this conversation in the first place. Now, I'm just going to share with you two little points. These are two points that you're just going to tuck into your back pocket that you're just going to keep in mind um, because chances are you can address some of these in, in other ways, right? And so let me give you, before I give you the four ways, right, how your child can prepare for this or how you can help your child prepare for this, let me just give you the two main reasons why, you know, kids avoid this in general. First, there's there's some fear. There's some fear, anxiety, and some worry that's tied up in there. And all that stuff is almost generally tied to previous responses or fear they have to your response or your judgment or any type of criticism. Also, we got to remember these kids are going through a stage of life where they're they're seeking and fighting for independence. And so this level of disclosure, sometimes they, they can fear like a this is a loss of independence. This is a loss of their privacy. And so there's some, some fear tied to that. Uh, the second reason why they would probably avoid all this in the first place is not necessarily tied to a fear but more like to their personality type uh you know i mean you look at some of the kids and you have some kids that just generally uh avoid conflict right you have some kids that are just genuinely insecure you have some kids that are just i'm gonna venture to say very tender-hearted right what i mean by that is you know emotionally they they, they may cry easily or you know they may get overwhelmed by their emotions and their thoughts real quickly and so all of a sudden you were talking about a and then we got we got a shutdown moment right so we so we have these so i just say these two things to you kind of just to tuck into your back pocket you may want to just think through that just a little bit this fear and their little personality types um uh just keep that in your pocket but but let me but, but you know what before you Put it in your pocket. Let me just tell you, um, all this stuff is learned, right? And so if they can be learned, they could also be unlearned, right? So unlearning some of this stuff, right? How to fear, how to not worry, right? How to how to not be anxious about a response or or be uh, uh, anxious, worried about losing your independence, right? Uh, all that stuff, now all that stuff can be worked on, right? So that's just for you to tuck into your pocket. Those are great points. And it's not just that they fear judgment from you, but it also, because they're trying to grow in independence, could fear judgment from their peers. In the back of their mind, they could be thinking, if my friends found out, fear of of judgment from their peers is also a reason why they may hesitate to open up. And for those, like you're saying, those who uh, children who are more tenderhearted, it takes a little bit maybe for them to realize that you're not there to attack them. You're not there to take them apart. You're there to look at the problem and take the problem apart because you want to help them find a solution. That helps us slide into the actual four ways you can help your child prepare for that conversation. So first and foremost, and we've talked about this in the previous episodes about selecting the right time and place. So Here's number one. 
allow them to participate in selecting that time and place, right? So all of a sudden, my particular style is I like to walk and talk. I think I've mentioned that previously, but it may come a time, hey, what do you think? Would you also like to walk and talk? Or is there another way? Is there a place that's better for you, right? And so having your child maybe think through what might be the best way for them to share. Do they want to walk and talk just because that's your style, right? And it could be something very simple like, you know what, maybe it's they don't even know where to start. They don't even know what to say to you about where to go. Give them three options. Just say, hey, I know we're just, maybe this is something new. They're getting older now and, and you require a little more time and space to work through things. So a walk is a great option. But if not a walk, how about we go you know, grab the basketball, go to a, a basketball court that you know it's going to be empty and kind of just shoot the hoops together or how about some ice cream? That's right. So that was number one. Allow them to help select that safe environment, that safe setting. So number two, and we've had a chance to speak about actively listening for a bit now. Um, and just to remind you, active listening uh, doesn't just require you being silent. Active listening does involve you asking open-ended questions, listening for vague and incomplete statements. So whether um, you are the parent, so in this example, because we're doing the whole train the trainer model, you are the parent that is not going to be having that particular conversation, whether it's mom or dad or whatever it may be. Um, Train the trainer model. You're having a conversation with the kid. Hey, you tell them mommy or daddy, they're going to actively be listening. There'll be times when they're going to hear, and you know this, when they hear vagueness and they hear incomplete statements, they're going to ask you questions because they want to encourage open-ended conversations. They want to ask you open-ended questions. Yeah, so if if one of our kids is wanting to speak to me, for example, Jesus would meet with that child first to help them get ready for that conversation. Uh, Or if if it's one of the kids needs to talk to daddy, then I would have that conversation with that child. And just help them to remember that when daddy's asking questions, right? If daddy's, if it's me preparing them, when daddy's asking questions, he's just, he's trying to, he wants to, he's showing that he cares. And so if he's asking you questions, it's because he's wanting to find out more and show empathy. And he also wants to gain more clarity. He's not trying to ask questions because he's trying to expose something, you know, or when it's my turn to talk, then Jesus will prepare the, our child and be like, okay, remember, you know, and Jesus knows both of our styles, right? So you pick a trainer, quote unquote trainer, that is familiar enough with your child and with you. And so they've participated in selecting the environment. This is how the kid could participate. Next, you've told the child, right, you the trainer, whoever you may be, are telling them, hey, they're going to actively listen. They're going to ask questions, right, so they don't get all upset saying, hey, they keep cutting me off, right? They're going to they're gonna be listening out. So this third one, I think is super duper important. Um, when Monica has a conversation with the kids in preparation for them to talk to me about something, Monica reminds them who they're talking to. Hey, man, you're about to have a conversation with your dad, right? You know that there are things he doesn't like. And there's also things that he does that you don't like, right? And so you need to have that conversation, right? You, kid, you're about to have a conversation with your parent. Um, you need to you need to let them know. Hey, you need to let them know what you would prefer they not do, right? Yeah, just one thing that you would ask. In this case, you know, Jesus is saying it's him that okay, Daddy, please avoid doing this, right? 
And you, as a trainer, would prepare that child. Hey, in them, in you asking them to avoid doing something, then also ask them what they would like you to avoid doing. So if it's a conversation with me, maybe daddy would say, so maybe you are going to ask mommy not to overreact. And then mommy might ask you not to roll your eyes. You know, are you ready for that? And that's super important for them to always remember who they're going to be speaking to. I mean, I understand the whole concept of, okay, we're here to talk about what you, right? It's a difficult conversation you want to have. But at the same time, you know, it's like a dance. You know, a conversation is like a dance. And you obviously being the one that wants to help your younger, maybe less mature, well, not definitely younger, uh, but definitely less mature child, um, you're going to be taking the high road, right? You're going to be being super patient. You're going to be giving space. You're going to be allowing for silence. You're going to be doing those things. It's just nice for them just to know. And last, right? Point number four. Yeah. Well, and and that also, again, going back to soft skills, you're showing your child that you are teachable, right? And you are encouraging them by example to also be teachable because you're going to enter into conversation. And if both parties are not willing to be teachable, it really is going to limit how productive that time is going to be. So number four, right? The trainer's looking at little Joey and saying, Joey. Last but not least, right? How do you prepare to have this conversation with dad? Um, You know, step number four, you got to end that conversation well. What's that mean, Monica? During a conversation, as much as you're there to problem solve, new problems may arise. So as you're wrapping up that time, you're going to check, but you're going to have the trainer explain when the conversation's wrapping up, your parent is going to check in and just see, hey, during this time together, Were any new problems, you know, did any new problems arise? Is there any new offense that you're feeling um, or that you want to talk about? And another important part is, what do we agree on? Now that we're wrapping up our conversation, what do we agree on? Now, it, you need to celebrate even if it's something small. So it could be, hey, we both agree that we needed to have this conversation. It doesn't mean that you guys saw eye to eye on everything. It could be, hey, we both agree that we need to have another conversation. You know, we're we're progressing, but things are not all smoothed out. Or we agree that this is resolved or this is bigger than we both realized or whatever it is. But you agree on something. Yeah, so just to wrap it up before uh, we give you a lasting homework assignment. um, Hey, Joey, you're about to have a conversation with dad. Number one, don't be afraid to ask dad and communicate with him where you want to have this conversation at. Like, you know, dad, he likes to walk and talk. Is it all right? If if not, you need to share that with dad. What's best for you or what do you think would be better, right? Hey, Joey, also, you know, dad, he, he says he wants to practice active listening. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he's interrupting. But you need to understand part of active listening is he's going to ask questions. So if he hears something where he wants further information or further follow up, it, it's for your benefit. So so please share. Mm-hmm. Number three, Joey, remember you're talking to dad. That dude's not perfect. He's got some stuff going on too. He talks about active listening and all these kind of things, but you need to also be patient, right? So understand you're talking to pops. You're talking to mom, right? Mm-hmm. And the last is, Joey, you want to end this conversation well, right? So the whole concept of summarizing what we might have learned and ending it strong. Am I right, Monica, on that last yeah. one? Yeah. And definitely, maybe at the end, there's 
room, right? Depending on your child and how things are, a prayer, right? A hug. You wrap it up, you summarize, and you give each other a good squeeze because what a blessing that you were able to have that time together. Don't take that for granted. That is not only about your relationship, but that's modeling something to them that's going to impact them for the rest of their life. My queen. You know, I said four, and I might have been saying four for the last about 10 minutes, right? <laughs> but it's really five, because that last one you said, which is pray, that's that's number one. So let me go back to Joey. Hey, Joey, listen, about to have a conversation with mom and dad. I encourage you, start off with a prayer. Regardless if you want to pray or not, just a little quiet, let God kind of work through, kind of prep everybody's mind. So Joey, man, listen, this is a conversation for you. Start off with prayer. Do you have a scripture verse in mind? Or you just want to just talk to the Lord? You want to just be in silent just a little bit? So I said four all along. It's five because what Monica had mentioned at the end is really number one. Start off with that prayer and then work your way down, buddy. Yeah, and wherever you're at, you know, definitely trust that God's going to guide you. It, these conversations can kind of go a little bit more following maybe this framework when they're younger. As they're older, you might be dealing with it. You, know, you, you have an adult child. You have to respect also the fact that they are now grown up. But certainly, in some way or fashion, just acknowledging that, hey, we are looking to build and grow stronger through this time. It's a blessing. And because we want you to bless others, share this podcast out. Remember to visit our Instagram page as well. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. You could spend your time in so many different ways. We so appreciate that you spend it with us every Wednesday. We do, we do, we do. We love you guys. Thank you for spending time with us today. Check out our link below and subscribe to our podcast. We hope that we helped you by unlocking a new way of seeing homeschooling. Who else needs to hear this? Only you know. So take action and share it. Because remember, homeschool unlocked. It's not school. It's life.